There's an old preacher's story. Preacher comes in and he's got his notes all laid out on the pulpit and he's getting ready to speak and a gust of wind comes through the window and blows all of his notes out the window. And he says, well, when I came up here, the Lord knew what I was going to say and I knew what I was going to say. But at this point, only the Lord knows what I'm going to say. As you may be aware, Brian, who's one of our elders, suffered a heart attack, what, about 10 days ago? And the Barons and the Harrisons and the Gambles have been sort of decisively engaged for the last two weeks, spending a lot of time at the hospital. And in fact, they've transported him to Lakewood last night. And Kay and I are going to go down after lunch to be with Gaylene which means Ray is going to do the midrash, which is something he doesn't normally do. We were expecting to have Royi be the elder who delivered the message, and Royi is apparently snowed in. So, so hence, only God knows what I'm going to say at this point. <laughs> One of the things that happens when Ray is not the guy that is giving the message, I always sort of have something in my back pocket. Anyway, what I want to do is talk to you about hardness of heart, because that in fact, mirrors both the gospel reading and the Torah portion. So let's start with the Torah portion. Uh, I'm going to read just a bit from Exodus chapter 10 and verse 1. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go into Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants, that I may show these signs of mine among them, and that you may tell in the hearing of your son and of your grandson how I have dealt harshly with the Egyptians and what signs I have done among them that you may know that I am Jehovah. So one of the things that's happening in the story at this point is Pharaoh's servants are turning against him. They are coming to him and saying, uh, you really need to do what this God says because things are not going well and Egypt is being destroyed. So notice that God hardens both Pharaoh's heart and the heart of his servants. You're sort of thinking in terms of hardening Pharaoh's heart, which you've seen up until now. The heart of his servants is so that they do not stage a coup and get rid of Pharaoh before the ten plagues are over. Now, hardening the heart is one of the places where, due to the fact that most people don't read this in the Hebrew, People don't really understand what's going on. And the question always comes up is, gee, how is that fair? There's Pharaoh wanting to give up, and God hardens his heart and doesn't let him give up. So how is that fair? If you read the words in the Hebrew, it actually makes perfect sense. There's two words for hardening the heart in the Hebrew. One is kavod, and the other one is chazak. Hazak, again, those of you who have been here for a while, recognize that at the end of each book of the Torah, we say Hazak, 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 right? Which means we must be strong and very strong. So one of the words for hardening Pharaoh's heart is he makes his heart strong, which is to say he is courageous. So Pharaoh is the king of Egypt most powerful nation in the world at that time. So when this guy Moses shows up and says, you got to let my people go, what Pharaoh does is stands up and says, wait a minute, I'm Pharaoh, I'll decide what we're going to do. And he hardens his heart in the fact that he becomes courageous. He 
stands on what he knows about himself and what he thinks he knows about his gods, and he hardens his heart, and that is a good thing. Not under those circumstances, not in the face of God, but the idea of being courageous, standing up for what you believe, that kind of hardening of his heart. And he does that, by the way, to himself. It is not the case that God does that to him. He does that himself. The second kind is kavod, which is heavy. And it also has the meaning of glory. So when you see the weight of God's glory falling, it's kavod, heavy. So again, it's a mixed word. But in the case of one's heart, making your heart heavy means that it's leaden. It's unresponsive. It is not able to do what you would normally want to do because your heart is heavy. And by the way, that's what Yeshua talks about in today's gospel. So let me swing to get that for you. I'm in Luke 21:34. But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the cares of this life. And that day come upon you suddenly like a trap. So the idea here in the gospel is very much the same idea as what's happening with Pharaoh. His heart has become heavy, leaden, unresponsive. And what Yeshua is saying is take care of yourself lest your heart become heavy, leaden, unresponsive. Same concept. Now, we've said this lots of times before in Midrash, and those of you who have been around for a while recognize this. In the two phrases that are used of Pharaoh's heart, strengthening and hardening, at the end of the plagues, God hardens Pharaoh's heart. But God doesn't do that until after the seventh plague. So Pharaoh goes through the first seven plagues in his own strength. And sometimes his heart is leaden, sometimes his heart is strong. It goes back and forth. After the seventh plague, Pharaoh has said, no mas, I give up, I surrender. And of course, God has got some points to make. And God says, there's going to be 10. And if you can't handle it for 10, I will make sure that you can for the last three. The example I often use is, they used to have cage matches. In fact, I think they still do in wrestling, you know, the idea that you get into the cage and the wrestling match isn't over until somebody can't get up. Well, this is sort of like a cage match. At the beginning of the exercise, when Moses first goes to Pharaoh and says, let my people go, Pharaoh says, I don't know this God of yours. I will not let your people go. What I will suggest to you is at that point, Pharaoh chose to get into the cage. But once he's in the cage, it's up to God when the cage gets opened and when the match is over. So Pharaoh gets into the cage with God at the beginning of the exercise, before the first plague. And by the seventh plague, Pharaoh wants out. But what God says is, no, this is a cage match. You're in here for the full ten rounds. And I'm not going to let you out. So for those people who say, well, gee, that doesn't seem fair that God hardens Pharaoh's heart. Pharaoh was the one who made the decision at the beginning to engage in the match. And so after that, 
What God does in hardening his heart is simply giving Pharaoh the courage of his own convictions. You decided that you didn't know me. You decided that you were going to contest with me. Well, you made that decision back then, and I'm not going to let you change your mind until we're done with everything that I want to have happen. Now, coming forward to Yeshua. Yeshua talks about hardness of heart. And in today's reading, it's very obvious that he's talking about the hardness of heart that is kavod, not kazak. In other words, he's not talking about a courageous, strong heart. He is talking about a heavy, laden heart that cannot respond to him. Now, how do I know that? First off, the translation says heavy or weighty. But I want to take you to the book of Mark. So I'm in Mark chapter 8, and I want to pick it up at verse 14. This is after the feeding of the 4,000. Yeshua feeds the 4,000, and we have a go-around with the Pharisees where they demand a sign. And then they get into the boat, and they're going to head across the Sea of Galilee. So now I'm picking up in verse 14. Now they had forgotten to bring bread, and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. And he cautioned them, saying, Watch out. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And they began discussing with one another the fact that they had no bread. Now, remember, we have just gone through the feeding of the 4,000. So making sandwiches is not a big problem. And Yeshua, aware of this, said to them, Why are you discussing the fact you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Having eyes do you not see, and having ears do you not hear, and do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousands, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? And they said to him, Twelve. And the seven for the four thousand, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? And they said to him, Seven. And he said to them, Do you not yet understand? Notice that the central thing here is their hearts were hardened. Now, these are Yeshua's 12 disciples. These are the guys that travel with him throughout his entire ministry. These are the guys that have seen him heal people, have seen him do miracles, and, and so forth. So these are not people who don't believe. These are not people who are steeped in sin and on and on and on. These are the 12 who are eventually going to carry the message to the entire world. These are not random sinners like Herod or somebody like that. These are people who are, we would say, believers. Yet their hearts are hardened. So what I will suggest to you is a hard heart in that context means the inability to see and understand the power of God working in the world. Miracles. And what is the characteristic of Pharaoh? the inability to see and appreciate the working of God in the world. Isn't that his problem? He doesn't recognize that this God is truly God as opposed to one of his celestial bureaucrats, and he can't see that because his heart is hard. The disciples in the boat obsess about not being able to make sandwiches because their hearts are hard. 
And again, a hard heart in this case doesn't mean sinful. As I say, they're not in rebellion. They have not gone off to the dark side or anything. It's just that their hearts are heavy. And they cannot see and appreciate the signs. They cannot see what it is that God is doing in their midst, that Yeshua is doing in their midst. They, they, they don't appreciate it. Now go forward to today's reading. What does Yeshua say? Take care that your hearts don't become heavy. Because in the end times, you are going to want to be able to see the working of God in the world around you so that you are able to do the things that God is going to call you to do. And in order for that to happen, you've got to recognize what's going on. You have got to be able to see the supernatural working in the world. And if your hearts are heavy, you will not be able to. That's why he's saying, make sure that your hearts don't become heavy. The idea is not that you're in some kind of rebellion, not that you've ceased to believe, not that you've ceased to be in the kingdom of God. It's just that you can't recognize the supernatural working of God around you because of a heavy heart. Now, the other part of that is, of course, we see that in the Torah portion, at the end of the exercise with the plagues, God finally hardened Pharaoh's heart for him, which is to say gave him the courage of his convictions. What Yeshua is saying to you is don't let your heart become hardened, which I am suggesting to you means that you have control over that process. It doesn't make any sense to tell you not to do something that you can't do. So what that means is that you have control over this process. You have control over whether your heart remains soft to God. You have control over whether your heart is heavy and weighted down with the cares of the world or whether your heart is focused on God. And remember, the disciples in the boat are worried about sandwiches. They're concerned with the things of the world. They're worried about lunch. And there's nothing wrong with lunch. It is not the case that Caring about what you're in the next meal is coming for is a bad thing. That's not the point. The point is, they are in the presence of Yeshua. He has told them to do something, and what they're worried about is the things of this world. And what God says is, don't worry about the things of the world. And again, you, you need to be careful. Worry is in the sense of obsess, get upset about, churn about. You know, as, as you're going through things, you're, you get this little knot in your stomach and you start to churn about your problems, we all do it. And what I'm going to suggest to you is that is making your heart heavy. Because when you're focused on that stuff, you are not focused on what it is that God would have you do. You're not able to see the supernatural signs around you and indicate what God is doing. And in the case of the gospel reading today, you're not going to be able to see the signs of the coming of the Son of Man. Because remember, he says nobody knows the day or the hour. That's true. But he also says you can look at the sky and you can tell that it's going to rain tomorrow. You can look at the tree and you can tell it's spring. And what I'm telling you is you can look around you and you can tell when the Son of Man is coming. It's going to be a surprise to non-believers, it shouldn't be a surprise to you. And the only way it's not going to be a surprise to you is if you keep your heart soft. Because if you are obsessive about your daily problems, and we all got daily problems, nothing sinful about having daily problems, 
But if you're obsessing about that, and you're not paying attention to what God is going to do, what Yeshua is saying, your heart will be completely